Welcome to Racecourse Ramble. Hello everybody, and we've made it to a second episode. I'm not sure I quite believe it, really. Um, I will start the episode by saying a massive thank you to everybody who listened to my first ramble. Despite the technical error I had where I managed to remove all my fancy jingles and jangles and bits of noise, we still had over 120 people download the first episode. So I was over the moon with that. Even though really, as I said, I think it's really a bit of a bit of therapy for me. But uh, let's, yeah, let's just start by saying thank you ever so much if you spent some time listening to it. I have no problem, obviously, people have different opinions, whether you agreed or didn't agree with what I say, totally get that. And that's the point, isn't it, of us being able to podcast and go on places like YouTube to be able to see what's what's going on um, and voice our opinions. So no worries. Great to hear from some people who did listen via Twitter, which I'll go over later. But yeah. I just want to start by saying a massive thank you um, if you've uh, managed to listen to the, the first episode. Well, we've got a few little interesting tidbits to uh, talk about today. Um, obviously, the trailer dropped for the documentary and the internet went into absolute meltdown. Don't know about any of you, but I was re-watching hundreds of times, I think. Um, and I will do a trailer watch and a little little, little count up and see of how many views the trailers had on Twitter. Um, at last count, when I did it, after 24 hours or so, on about five Twitter accounts, we were at three and a half million views. So uh, we will have a little... We will have a little... Uh, trailer watch then we've obviously played the friendly with Leganez and uh, I'll share a few thoughts on that even though it's uh, you can't read too much into it but we'll, we'll 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 go over it just see if there is anything exciting and we'll uh, I did have uh, a friend there who I asked for a few words from so she sent me a, a message which I'll read out um, so uh, yeah I did ask her to live stream it as well on the at the weekend with the, the next game, the Forest game, but I'm not sure since Brexit that we're uh, really feasibly can do that anymore. You know, we, all the roaming, free roaming is gone around Europe. So, um, yeah, we'll talk about Leganes. Um There's some interesting quotes from Parkey after that, so we'll, uh, we'll just cover them off, which sort of lead into some sort of transfer news. Um, and then also, obviously, Jacob Rees-Mogg has visited the race course today. Now, what's that all about? We'll uh, we'll just share a minute or two talking about that. So that's the plan. I think we've got four or five little talking points. So um, yeah, we'll start. Uh, we'll start next with trailer watch. So, an amazing new trailer drop this week. It's melted down the internet. I think I was, uh, like everybody else, 
got a little bit choked up watching it really um and just <coughs> being a bit of a numbers person i was really interested to see what the sort of insights and the the views and the engagement etc were with the uh, with the trailer so <coughs> just decided as if those of you who follow me on twitter uh, at racecourse ramble all one word but with no e on the end of ramble because apparently twitter doesn't know what more than 15 characters is um yeah i decided to have a look and see how many views it was getting so yeah if you've been following me on twitter you'll know i've been doing a bit of a tally so i've uh, i've just redone that as we sit here at uh, 10 to 8 on thursday night and amazingly we're at on five twitter accounts so ryan's rob the wrexham official one the always sunny twitter and the official fx documentary we've got 4.4 million views and it's just bizarre isn't it that little old wrexham is uh, you know 4.4 granted we've all watched it more than once but you know two three million people have watched that that, that trailer and you know a, a good lot chunk of them will tune into the documentary and it's it's just mind-blowing really um <clears throat> so just as a little bit of a breakdown for those of you that are interested ryan's account got 1.2 million views rob's account got 791,000 views the club's uh, Twitter got 212,000 views and then FX and Always Sunny got about just over a million each so I mean I just can't wait now we're what are we are just over a month away and and it just looks sensational uh, I was listening to Nathan uh, and Rich on Rob Ryan Red today talking about the production quality and I think that's that really is it does look top draw this isn't some cheap you know one man and his band documentary this is really looking like you know it'll be a good watch even for the non-rexham fan so um yeah bizarre i mean the excitement is is, is building anyway towards the season so the season's going to kick off and then before we know it we're going to have that drop in as well and I, I personally, I just can't wait. I cannot wait to see it. I know lots of people have said that they're excited. Um, lots of people like me were saying they were a bit choked up watching it. And uh, I think it's just going to be an amazing watch. So, uh, yeah, I'm not sure whether I'll do any more trailer watch and keep the numbers up. I'm not sure. We're probably nearly, uh, it's probably nearly run its course, to be honest. Um, but I thought that was just really interesting that 4.4 million views of a trailer for little old Wrexham uh, absolutely fantastic so um, yeah just something a little bit interesting for you there around the trailer so today we've played our second friendly um, we're obviously the boys are out in Alicante and they've played against Leganes and they've lost the game 2-0 and I don't think you can read too much into that if I'm honest um, 
this isn't these first few games are not really for results it's more for building up fitness getting minutes into the legs working the lungs and trying to build partnerships and i think over the next probably by the time we get to macclesfield obviously it'll be it'll be really interesting um to see who's starting who's playing where so for instance today elliot lee's played his first game and he's played behind Bullin and Palmer, it would appear. So are we starting to see already that he's going to be some sort of direct competition for Jordan Davis? Tom O'Connor's played, started the game again. He was obviously a big money buy for us. So are we starting to see that, you know, he's definitely going to be more in the mix next season. It's not just going to be a, a shoe-in for Jones, Young and Davis as it was. So although there's little signs of uh, uh, of what's coming, I think we'll know more obviously on uh, Saturday night, that second friendly, although I suspect he'll mix it up again just to try and uh, keep everybody fresh and give everybody the, the chance to get some minutes. Um, but it'll be, it'll be interesting to see, you know, do, who starts, where do they start? Clearly Mullin and Palmer are the, the front two. Um, so is it, is it a case of competition between Lee and Davis for who sits behind them? Those those little you know those little things. It's that, that as I said before that competition between Jones, Young, and seems O'Connor. I'm still an advocate that we need a, another body in there. But yeah, just we're just you're just starting to see signs now. Um, don't pay any attention to the results. It doesn't matter. Man United are not going to win the league because they've won a couple of games and they beat Liverpool in a friendly when teams are at different fitness levels at this point so you can't read too much into that but i think by the end of that macclesfield friendly we will know an awful lot about where we're going to how this season's going to start for us um so it was great to see some lots of fans there um my understanding is there was about 50 odd Brexham fans there um roughly and i saw lots of pictures of uh uh, players and fans they look it looked really casual nice and relaxed which is what it should be it's great to see him laughing around in the swimming pool the other day um you know that's the the team building and the morale building that will stand them in good stead when times get sticky later in the season um but i did just ask somebody that i know who was out there watching and will be there again on saturday um for a little bit of a a little bit of a sort of description of of, uh, of how the day went and, and this is what she said uh, so there was about 50 fans really friendly atmosphere players and staff were amazing with everybody happy to chat and have pictures i think they played well and definitely a team that have bonded i'm more looking forward to the piss up with them after the match on saturday night so it looks like saturday they might be a bit more <laughs> relaxed <laughs> So I have to thank Joanne Rawson for that. She's uh, an old friend uh, who's lucky enough to have a place out that way. And um, we'll get to see the next game and possibly have a Wrexham club beer. What's the new one that they've launched? Aye, one of them um, with the players on uh, after the game on Saturday. So that's good. Uh, interesting to see that obviously I was really interested interested to understand whether we looked like a team that had played together before or whether we were looking like 11 mugs that had just turned up 
which is how we looked for the first six or seven games of last season. But it does look like uh, we're getting the benefit of the majority of the squad being together. So that's good. So just following on from today's game, we managed to get a little bit of insight from Parkinson on his thoughts on the game and obviously, uh, you know, transfer news it's on, and, and the squad really on what's going on. So um, on the uh, sort of North Wales Live website, uh, I think it is our... It is our old Thomas Lewis who managed to get some quotes somehow from uh, across the med. Um, and just on the match, obviously nothing too much. You know, he just says it was an excellent workout and a hard game, just as we expected. The physical stats were right up where we wanted them to be. So it sounds like the lads are, you know, we're aware they need to be for how early in pre-season it is. Um, first half was even. Second half, we got a penalty which you can actually see on Twitter if you go out on a few webs on a few uh, Twitter sites, you'll see that. Uh, and then in the second half, we made wholesale changes, so it became a bit disjointed. So usual friendly, so nothing, nothing new. We're not going to get anything really from that. Um, you know that that game just is what it is. It was a bit like uh, the game on Saturday. It was just there to get some minutes in the legs. Nothing too bothered. But the interesting quotes come. Uh, around strengthening before the season, the new season starts. Um, and this is where we get some really interesting quotes. So um, I think if we start, Parkinson explained that while he is happy with the quality of the individuals currently at his disposal, he's hoping to bring in more quality over the next two weeks. Great, that's what we all know we need. Glad he knows that. So his quotes, I think the depth of the squad isn't where we need it to be. We've got to be honest about that. The quality we've got is great but we need more of that. We're trying everything we can to improve that. So from my point of view, perfect. I, I, you know, I think we all agree. I think generally, I don't think there's anybody who thinks this squad is good enough to last a season, specifically given the challenges that we have in the transfer market. Um, you know, we really have got to overload the squad cleverly with a combination of loans, free agents and buys so that we don't get ourselves caught short um, so another quote is, is uh, as it stands at the moment the deals are proving difficult to get completed I'm happy with the lads we've got here but we're looking for more additions in the next two weeks so when you look at that there's a couple of things that, that stand out there the first thing is you know the next two weeks you know this isn't this we're not going to get four or five players rock up next week before Macclesfield you know, it doesn't matter what you think. Clearly, it isn't happening. The first part of that, I think, is really interesting when it says uh, deals are proving difficult to get completed. So, why is that? Is that because they're trying for some really, you know, top draw players that, um, you know, we're having to, you know, get big fees and get more complicated with agents and you're having to rehouse people a club's just a club's are wary of us now and they want more money so i think that would be really interesting to somebody to dig into that with him because it will be it will be key 
to understand what's going on there because clearly we sort of stalled in the transfer market really we haven't really managed to bring in I, I was hoping we'd have definitely had a couple more bodies in bonding with the players so that we do get that fast start that I think we, we all want um, and then obviously we come on to some sort of injury news from this week that sort of crept in that Reese Hall Johnson has got a long-term injury now the club did put out a statement but it was very vague it was really weird it, there was not there was not well he's torn this he's ripped that he's broken this it was just he's got an injury and he's going to be out long term now granted I understand you don't necessarily know the the, the sort of length but I just found it a bit weird that they didn't really go into any detail but it, it you know having listened to the lads on Rob Ryan Red today it would appear that he's you know this is a 10 or 12 weeker potentially whatever it is and so we're definitely going to have to do something uh, Tyler French would have been very useful for this right now given the fact that he can cover at right wing back and centre back so I suspect that's the type of player that we might look to bring in somebody who can do a couple of roles and uh, you know can definitely cover that that right side because Hazan is a little bit raw a little bit inconsistent uh, and was a little bit injury prone himself so I suspect we're going to have to uh, you know, we already had a, 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 we already sort of needed potentially left wing back cover, maybe midfield one for me, forward cover. I suspect that that that's going to be another one for us to to have to go go out and look at. Les Reed is the man who supposedly succession plans at the club. I would expect him to have a list. So hopefully, you know, on that list is somebody that we can get in with the squad sooner rather than later. So before I finish up for today and let you all have your lives back, uh, we had some very interesting visitors, it would appear, at the race course today in the form of Jacob Rees-Mogg. Now, irrespective of what you think of said individual, um, said party um i suspect that we were only too happy to accommodate the visit in order to help grease things along with any funding that we might be applying for i don't think it would have done us any harm um i, I you know i don't think his visit was specifically uh, to do with that funding um you know but i don't think it would do us any harm to obviously meet and greet and charm them a little bit so yeah that was just interesting loads of pictures on twitter about that so um if you type jacob reese morgan or go on uh, either my Racecourse ramble twitter or fearless boys also i think uh, tweeted it out um yeah just interesting that uh, high profile visitors starting to appear more and more now to the race course so uh, if it listen, if it gets us the funding we need to get that cop done, um, then you know it was a bit of be a price worth paying, I suspect. So, um, yeah, have a go and have a look. If you haven't seen the pictures of uh, Jacob Rees Mogg being schmoozed and Sarah Atherton, sadly, uh, of Wrexham Athletic fame, then uh, then the pictures are there on Twitter. So go and have a look. And as I said, have a look on the uh, my Racecourse Ramble Twitter. It's uh, at Racecourse Ramble, 
but without the E on the end of ramble. Annoyingly, Twitter can, can't handle more than, I think it's 15 characters. Um, but uh, I have got a, uh, I've got a Twitter up and running specifically for the pod. Um, so it'd be great if you could follow me and interact. I'd love to speak to more people. Um, so please feel free to come and tell me I'm talking rubbish or that you, uh, you, you like or dislike what's going on on the, uh, on the podcast. And I think that's it. We've got, obviously, a game to look forward to on Saturday. And uh, with a bit of luck, when the lads get back here, hopefully the faces will start to appear. But those quotes from Parkinson are not really sounding like imminently people are going to start marching through the door. It's starting to feel like we're, uh, you know, we're, we've got a bit of a battle on our hands at the moment. So... Enjoy your weekend, everybody. Like me, we'll be following along to see how we're getting on. Uh, I'll chase Joanne to see if she uh, can uh, can give us another 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 brilliant update. Um, there was uh, there was somebody on there giving us brilliant updates. Uh, if you wanted to follow along, let me just have a look. Right. So on Twitter, it is at Wrexham FC fans. So they did a brilliant sort of uh, not quite minute by minute uh, match report today, but uh, you know uh, uh, more a key key action descriptions of what was going on. So uh, yeah, thoroughly recommend following at Wrexham at Wrexham FC fans who uh, who did a stunning job today. Um, hopefully there'll be a bit more to chat about next week. I'll try and try and uh, see if there's enough news to uh, to do another pod Monday or Wednesday, and uh, hopefully uh, everyone's enjoying the cooler weather, and uh, hopefully not unlike Halifax FC players, you're not jetting off to be on Love Island, which is hilarious. Um, so if you haven't seen that story, have a look at that on Twitter. I'll, uh, First teamer from Halifax has decided he wants to go to Love Island rather than do pre-season training. Yep, that is true. Uh, yeah, so I'll speak to you again soon. All right, thanks very much, everybody. You've been listening to Racecourse Rambles.